Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I don't know how you're going to feel about me after today's moment in Kramer history. The segment we look back on my radio career and make fun of some of the stuff that I did and got away with. And I, I'm just going to say this right now, it has to do with women of the night. Women of the night. Yeah. And we'll get that today on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Everybody, hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time is listening. My name is Steve Kramer. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Um, it's a show, a podcast I put on my mom every single day, and she's got the best words of wisdom. You're going to walk away feeling motivated. I hope at some point you're going to feel disgusted at some point today. Uh, it's going to be a roller coaster. And But more than anything, I hope there's always a nugget of knowledge you take away that you're like, man, that makes me feel better as a human being. Every episode, I try to leave you with that. And we'll start by saying hello to my mom. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> well, I guess we're talking to dad first today. <laughs> it's been too long. Too long, baby. Too long. Too long. Too long. I guess we'll start with you today. Like it or not. Jimmy. <laughs> so this is my dad, he, a.k.a. Jimmy Mac. Uh, he plays his own theme song when he comes into the podcast. And I've, forgotten, I've forgotten you did that. It's been so long since we talked to you on here. I'm trying to raise my numbers so I can get yeah. back in here. Yeah, you got you to you stay. Your 15 minutes of fame was almost over. Nobody's I, mentioned you I, recently. I know. Well, wait a minute. I did see somebody say that they'd like to hear my story, and you haven't asked me that. But that that's for another time. Uh, <laughs> somebody from Flowery Branch or Gainesville or somewhere. One of your, yeah. Where, where did you see somebody say that? Yeah, it was on one of your posts uh, on uh, probably Facebook. Yeah, probably on Facebook. I don't go on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> So you're keeping up. You're keeping up with the what the fans want. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My dad was actually, I think, the first certified fan that we had for this show. I saw your donation on there. That was very nice of you. Okay. Thank you. Well, I got to talk to you today, though, because mom brought up something yesterday that I I guess I knew, but I had kind of forgotten about. And we started talking about uh, just like jealousy and dating and like, was there any kind of issues with with you guys? Because the internet now brings all types of jealousy up and the girl was asking for advice. And was it... You know, can you, sure. you know, what, what's appropriate, what's not? And then I asked mom, you know, any kind of insecurities. And she's like, well, remember your dad was engaged when he got back from Vietnam. And I was like, oh shit, I, I do remember that, but I had forgotten about that. And I asked her the question. I was like, well, is there any overlap? And she was like, I don't think so. I was like, well, you might not want to, you might not want to ask too many questions about that situation. So let's get your truth of the, of the story out. What, what happened with all that? Well, I can only tell you what I can tell you, right? I can't tell you everything, but, uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. So let's see. I, that's, that's been a few years ago. You realize yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, How many years? 40, 47, 48 years. Uh, yeah, 50, something like that. Close to 50. I think the, well, when did you guys start dating you and this other girl? Uh, I had just, uh, graduated from high school, started working at the bank and she did too. That's where we met. And so I graduated in 66. So that was probably 67, maybe 67. I got drafted in 69, 68. 
So yeah, how long were you guys dating between that and when you got when you went off to Vietnam? Uh, me and Susie. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, probably six months. Okay, so it wasn't like it wasn't too terribly long, but you were engaged no. though. So hey, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, so how did that? Well, how did that what happen? do you do? What do you do when you go off to war? And that's yeah. one of the things you do. You try to lock into something, somebody, and so <laughs> you know. I mean, that's just one of the things you can do, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do that, but a no, lot yeah. of people do. Like even one of my yeah. good friends, like he kind really? of admits that his uh, when he he got engaged because he was about to get deployed, and he was like, "I kind of just wanted somebody, you yeah. know, to have." So yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. You're you're in love. You think? Of course, you're not. Yeah, uh, it's something else. So then, what happened? So it then you come. You come back and then she's like, are you guys talking the whole time or what's your communication like when you're gone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, writing all the time. You know, she was writing me, sending me stuff, you know, and I was writing her when I could. Yeah. She was going to my parents' places, taking them places, all this, you know, it was all beautiful, right? Back and forth. She met me in Hawaii. Oh, Uh, really? Oh, yeah. You know, she had super plans. This was like the real deal. So then what happened? Like, where did it go from... Uh, from you're engaged to her to now you're dating my mom. Well, let's see if I, again, it's been a long time. Uh, so, hmm. I think, I think I, the statute of limitations is over. I don't think anybody can hold anything against you 50 uh, years later. Well, you know, you, know, you get back and uh, some people are different. Uh, you know, after yeah. that, a year like that, you know, and there's, you know, you're a different person, of course. Sure. And uh, they might be different. I don't know. Uh, but you look, you might think of them differently. And so I uh, just didn't have the same feelings uh, towards her. And then I, then I met your mother and, uh, you know, the rest is history. So was there overlap between the two or you'd already broken up with Susie first? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I can't, I don't think I have an answer to that. Uh, let me think. Probably so. Yeah, there, it was probably a breakup, you know, uh, you know, I probably told her, you know, we ought to quit dating and, you know, yeah, yeah. And she was real heartbroken and all that. Was she so and, sad? Oh, I bet God, she was. Yeah. She sat oh, around yeah. for oh, yeah. a year. Oh, yeah. Cause she how long so were you bad. in Vietnam? Excuse me? Uh, one year. Yeah. Six months in training, you know, and then, uh, uh one year over there. Okay, so a year and a half, she was just kind of chilling and waiting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. back and you're like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't think well, so. Well, I mean, did you? Do you guys still keep in touch? You have any idea what happened with her? Oh, well, what do you mean? Because that could have yeah. been my mom, in a theory, like no. in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> could have been. Yeah, could have been. Should have been. Would have been. No. Uh, yeah, she was so hurt, and I didn't mean to hurt her. Of course, you know, you uh, never do when you're that person, All right? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think it was any overlap. Yeah. Cause I think I was sort of, you know, wandering around, you know, sort of lost too. Right. You know, right. Working. Yeah. And then going to parties and then, uh, went to a party and, uh, I was looking around and I said, wow, that's a cute l- little girl there. But these a lot of really guys, you know, big dudes and good looking guys. I had to work hard that night and somehow it was my night. <laughs> Here you are. Yeah, so many right. years later, she's yeah. still there. She's still here. Yeah, left yet. It's an amazing story, really. If you really start writing down, you know, every year what what went on and how we did yeah. it and how we compromised or didn't, you know, had a hard time to get through. 
I mean, yeah, so, it's a long time. I mean, most marriages nowadays, hell, I, I, I got through what, nine, nine years. And yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I was only happy for about half of those. So I can yeah. only imagine. All yeah, that. see. Not coming to visit me in the hospital. Oh, that's right. There's a story there she wants me to continue with. Okay, so we started dating from that, or the party. And then shortly after that, she came down with some kind of infection and mm-hmm. uh, ended up in the hospital. And uh, I found out. And uh, so I wanted to go up there. And so uh, I bought this little doll and took it to her. That's and nice. A little doll says, and dirty old men need loving too or something. I don't know. Dirty old men need love too. Yeah. Why did you give her that? I don't know. She was impressed. And I'm, you know. I love how you made it all about you for she some reason. She had a wig on. I remember she had a wig, right? Honey, you had a wig. She had a wig on because she couldn't get her home hair combed. She put on a wig. Wait, she put a wig on? Yeah. Why she put a wig on? Well, she couldn't get, you know, she was incapacitated, I guess. She couldn't really get up and get so dressed. Instead of, instead of doing her hair for you, she just put a wig on? Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of falling off, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused why you gave her a doll that said dirty old men on it. I, I don't know. I wanted to give her something. I went into the flower shop, and that was sitting there, and I, I bought it. There was a in the flower shop. There was a, a doll that says "Dirty old men need love too." Yeah, it was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a definitely a different time. <laughs> different time. Plus, I had on my favorite suit, my uh, uh, blue <laughs> pinstripe suit with a red shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and I think a white belt. <laughs> That sounds hideous. Yeah. Yeah, back then it was I a bet, killer. I bet it was a killer, were, baby. Yeah, you were cool. But that was wait, that was the timeline on that was you guys hung out at a party and the next time you talked to her was at the hospital with a dirty old man doll? Yeah. Yeah. So she just fell out of you know, she just fell out of the sky, whatever, you know, all the time she was gone. That's I weird. said, Yeah. And I well, forget how did you know how she was in the hospital. I you know, how did I know, Nance? No what? That you were in the hospital. I don't know, probably because she called Jane or Jane called you. I don't know Jane. Number one, number two, we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> Obviously, there's some there's some parts of the story that have been lost over the. I wonder if you had. I wonder if you told somebody to call me or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's it's not important. It, it's, it's not fine. important. I don't even know how you proposed to mom. Do you remember how you proposed to her? I don't want to talk about it. I don't think it's worth talking about. Why? <laughs> Was it bad? Uh, what I remember, we were out in your backyard, and I think I was trying to break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah. Do you what remember happened? how I proposed to you, honey? No. Yeah, I don't think it was real formal. You were trying to break up with her, but then you proposed to her? What? I don't think it was a formal thing. Uh, oh, mercy. This whole yeah. relationship was interesting. Nancy said, I, I just wanted to stop driving to uh, 30 minutes or 45 minutes over to her house. So, <laughs> so you just so, decided to propose, get, either yeah, break up or yeah. propose because somebody had yeah. to move closer. Yeah. That's things weren't, things, things weren't the same. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, in today's world, that's, that's no, that's not much traveling. Right. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like yeah. a lot then. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we decided to do it and it worked out. And so here we are. That's the story. That's about all I can share with you. And I don't know about Susie Roebuck. I mean, she was fun when it, you know. Yeah, I wonder. I really, I feel we need to track her down, bring you guys back together on a podcast, talk it out, you know. She's still around. She was really upset, to say the least. We we got to do a Facebook search. I'm sure we can find her and 
I don't know. I don't know. I know. I don't know. You guys can talk out, talk out your heartbreak. I don't, she can't give a shit this many years later. There's no way. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's probably like, I never remarried. I just couldn't get over Jim Yancey. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one to get away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you want to say to all your fans before you go? I'm I'm sure they're out there. Well, one thing I would say is, uh, don't give up (laughs) And, (laughs) and keep trying for, everything yeah just don't give up and uh and tell steven you want me back for something more meaningful than this and and <laughs> oh I'll, this is good this is interesting and uh i'll come back i promise okay all right all right, all right. well there he is jimmy mac hey, Dad. Hey, hey. all right love you all right love you bye <laughs> Susan, i can't remember her last name i don't know where she would be she probably don't want to know where i am <laughs> You can't still be that upset that many years later, can you? True. That's true. What's the story there, too? I started to say it. Some girl popped up from uh, First National Bank and said that she she was in love with me or something. And, and, she, and she is a friend on Facebook. And I don't remember anything about her. Oh, Wait, what? What is he saying? Tell him to come back. What is he saying? Or at least I'm closer to the mic. Well, you know, since you're talking about gossip, and women in in my, my life, early life. In my wait a minute, I'm standing up. Nancy's pointing to this right, damn, you. damn speaker. Uh, no, you're fine. Yeah, uh, a few years back, all of a like sudden, how many? How many few years? Well, I don't know. Uh, four or five, let's say. Okay. All right. I, so all of a sudden, I got a post from a girl on Facebook, and she said, "Do you remember me?" And I said, uh, no, I don't think I do. She said, I worked at the bank upstairs. And I used to come down intentionally just to be around you. And uh, and she talked as if we had some kind of, a, I don't know, a f- affair at the bank, basically. Well, you know what I mean? Just, it wasn't a sexual affair, but I mean, she had a real affection for me. And she'd come down yeah. there just to talk to me. I do. And then I... I uh, do remember her, but I don't remember all that. You know what I mean? I mean, I was just doing then, my job. Well, what was her purpose of telling you this? Was she trying to like rekindle that? Well, it was funny because, you know, then she sent me out a invite, you know, on Facebook, which I probably shouldn't have accepted, but I did. <laughs> and so we're friends. And, and so she married. It's interesting. She ended up marrying uh, an employee at the bank who also went to my same high school. And this so that's very sort of scandalous. Awkward. Yeah, that was all sort of people, all people scandal here. So that was, you know, that was close, but I could feel, I could feel the vibes, yeah. you know, I could Coming feel the you. vibes she had for <laughs> me. after you. <laughs> and, and every once in a while, you know, she'll like something or she'll post something, you know, out of the blue. And I'm saying, hmm, I can feel, yeah, I can feel. I think, Wait, I you, feel think she, you think she's posting subliminally about you? Or she's posting like on your page or she's posting yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, on my page. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, you meant yeah. she's posting on her own page and you thought it was just uh, about you. No, okay. it's on my page. Okay. But, but you know, she just comes out of nowhere and says something real nice or something. So, but I don't remember her at all. I mean, I do, you know, I remember going up there and, you know, giving, doing, yeah. giving her some work or something to do or something. Yeah. But she said, oh, no, I was really fond of you. I come down there every, every t- chance I got and come into your office. And uh, better, of course, mom, better watch out. This woman sounds like she's. This woman sounds like she's moving in. Yeah, well, she waited no, fifteen no. years for the right time no, to strike. No, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't think that way. I don't think that at all. I just think she just 
I don't know. <laughs> Who knew uh, old people had scandals like this? I had well, no idea. Know, uh, <laughs> Nancy, well, you know, I've got a couple of females in my, <laughs> you know, around, hanging around that, you know, uh, were friends of mine back then. That I have a fondness for, I guess, that's, you know, yeah, something I, like that. I don't know where this conversation's going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anywhere good for you, though. No, it's not. Let's get off of it. Let's 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 put Nancy back on quick. I've got things yeah. to do, Stephen. I can't sit here tell you my whole life, and especially this part of my life. This supposed to stay in the closet. Okay, quit agging me on. Quit 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 pulling me out of my closet. All right, buddy. All right, love you. Love you. She might even. She might be. She might. She might be following Stephen. <laughs> now you got him scared. Yeah. Oh there's my some, gosh! All his women are going to know. They're all going to be exposed now. Yeah. There's some old people drama going on over here. Does it make you worried? I mean, <laughs> no, of course not. You better watch out. This is like the old people sliding in the DMs, like. Well, he's a sweetheart, but they probably would send him back after a short period of time. (laughs) They'd be over pretty quick. Just saying. (laughs) Kookier and kookier, that man. He's getting kookier and kookier. (laughs) Boy, didn't expect him first today, but that's all right. Okay. Um, How are you? I'm good. It's it's a really muggy, hot day here. It's getting ready to storm. It's hot here too in San Diego. My mom lives in Atlanta. I'm in San Diego. It's it, we have these Santa Ana winds coming through. It's 88 in over in Point Loma. Wow. So it's, it's hot. Yeah, it's that a hot really, day. That really is hot for y'all. Jim has this phobia about storms, so yeah. it's supposed to storm this afternoon. So he was like. Well, listen, why don't you go ahead and run to the grocery store because I've got a Kroger pickup. Like, I don't even have to get out of my car, right? Right. Um, before, because, you know, you might get caught in that storm. But I have to say, I should bite my tongue because, you know, last week we lost the gazebo on top of the dock. Yeah, my dad's craziness is like 95% annoying as shit and then like 5% somewhat helpful. So... <laughs> Like any anxiety that I picked up from him over like oddities throughout my life, like they never come in handy except for, like the one time they do, you know, like he gives me so much airport anxiety. Getting to the airport is always such a high anxiety point for him. Oh, and going like, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Going anywhere. But for me, it was always the airport, right? Like you got to get there yeah. in time. You got to make sure you're early. And so I, in my, it's like just been embedded in my brain. Like when mom comes out and visits me and you guys go to the airport, uh, <laughs> It, how how early are you there? Oh, he makes me leave three hours before f- yeah. my flight time. And, and it's like so, a 45-minute commute? <laughs> yeah. Maybe an hour? Well, it's an hour to get to the train stop, and then it's another hour to get to the airport. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's a couple like just, hours. He's going to leave anyway because if you're there, he's just going to annoy the shit out of you about <laughs> yes. getting there anyway. So yes, it's better just he, to go. And he'll walk around asking me what time it is and what time what time are you planning to leave yeah. what time you know what time is it oh yeah okay so my flight leaves at 4 p.m. so i'll be ready to go at 10 <laughs> yeah right like what how is this i don't Oh yeah. Um, so the other thing is thunderstorms, right? Like they never like oh, he always yeah. oh, storms coming. You guys got to better better bunker down. You better obviously oh, yeah. out here in San Diego doesn't make a lot of sense, but you know <laughs> in Atlanta there's a lot of rainstorms and there can be there can be tornadoes. I mean, how many tornadoes have you actually been through though? Oh, um, I can't even remember one. 
Yeah. I think we and had many- one like in 1970 or ni- no, no, 1980-something. Yeah. And how many are you prepped for, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have bicycle helmets downstairs. Do you really? Seriously? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I bought him at a thrift store and he was so happy because he started talking about, you know, we probably need some, you know, just some bike helmets for some of these bad storms. But I have to eat my words about the gazebo and not taking the canopy off because it blew it to hell last week. They have a gazebo on the, my parents live at the lake and they have a gazebo on their, um, on their dock, the two, two story dock. And on top of it, they put a gazebo up there. And yeah, so this was like dad's one thing he's been right for of, of his anxiety for years is like, you know, take down that the gazebo top because it'll blow away. And so mm-hmm. you guys didn't take it down and it blew mm-hmm. away. No. So now every time we go down there, if it's up, we'll have to take it down. Forever. <laughs> if there's ever a storm, he's always going to be like, remember that one time we'll be, you know, he'll be on oh. his deathbed. Like, wait, I know it's raining. Did you guys take down the gazebo top? He will. Did you have a did you have a quote today? Because if not, I've got something. Oh, good. You can have the quote today. I mean, if you had I mean yesterday we got in a little bit of a brawl <laughs> over this. I don't want to take your thing away. I just know that you're having my mom no. admits she has a hard time coming up with content every day. And so I and trust me, I get it. I've just been doing this for a long time. So I'm you able to have. And I'm I, I sit here every day and I think, well, what have I done today? Nothing that's of interest to anyone. Uh, you know, I mean, if it was if we weren't quarantined, my life would be a lot different. Yeah. Um, but I be mean, wild, huh? You'd be out man, there. Oh yeah, I'd be wild out here in Dawsonville. <laughs> you haven't seen my mom out of quarantine before. She is <laughs> wild. Oh, well, relatively speaking, it would be wild, you know. Yeah, there's a lot more so, stories. From yeah, so I, you know, um, I'd, anyway. Well, I um, I found this, and I, I shared this on my uh, social media, and I thought I would bring it to the podcast because it really did give me a different perspective. On, I mean, because 2020 just sucks. It just mm-hmm. sucks. It sucks for everybody. My suck started a little bit earlier than y'all suck started, but <laughs> it's just sucked. There's nobody that's like, oh man, this has been a great year, except for people that make, you know, uh, I would say Amazon or people that make like um, uh, Purell. Other than that, it's been like a shitty year <laughs> right. for everybody. Right. Um, so there is this this writer, and this thing has gone viral. You may have seen it by now, but uh, but it's it's called "What If 2020 Isn't Canceled." Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll share it for you really quick. What have you seen this yet, Mom? No. Okay, so what if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is a year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year that we finally accept that we need to change, declare change, work for change, become the change. Uh, a year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. Mm. 2020 isn't canceled, but rather the most important year of them all. Wow. I thought that was really cool. Wow. I love that perspective. I mean, I don't know that I believe it yet. But, <laughs> but. Well, well, we're still in the midst of it, but yeah. wouldn't it be delightful to be sitting here this time next year and reflecting on how things have changed and so many magnificent ways that would have never come about had, you know, George Floyd not died or right. had the pandemic not been here. I pray that we are sitting here talking about that this time next year. Me too. Me June too. June 9, 2021. 
we'll have to mm. check back in. Hopefully this podcast will still be a thing. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Maybe I'll have something interesting to contribute. <laughs> By then, you got one year to get your act together. <laughs> Okay. I hope I'm not your downfall, honey. If all of a sudden you tune in and there's another mom on here, then you know. (laughs) That's right. Replace you. You know how they do like on TV shows sometimes? They have to replace the character with somebody Uh, else. You don't give an explanation. They just kind of keep moving, you know? It's like a different actor. (laughs) The part of mom is now played by maybe maybe Susie. Maybe Susie will be playing a new mom. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) Susie. I know. Maybe I should bring different moms on. I don't know. I don't know. That's something we can do with this one. Yeah. All right. Hey, honey. I love you. Love you forever. And Lord of mercy, when we get back, I got a moment in Kramer history for you. It's like when we look back on my radio career and some of the crazy stuff that I got away with. And uh, this, this segment, because you got to remember, I haven't looked at this archive in a while. So going back through here, I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, it, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it's mature rated. Okay. And I, this was on the public radio and you'll see, why I'm cringe next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Remember, you can call or text the show anytime, 888-Kramer8. That's Kramer with a K. Hey, Kramer, Lisa from Atlanta, calling to chime in on Ask My Mom's social media version. If it were me personally, the likes wouldn't bother me. Now, if you were commenting things like, oh, girl, you looking good, that'd be a whole nother ball game. However, it bothers her, so she should speak up. However, she needs to be prepared for his response along the lines of, well, that's a little cray-cray that you are social media stalking my ex. Something to think about. Wish her the best of luck. Love you forever. Talk to you next time. Bye. Okay, a moment in Kramer history in a second. Hang on for that. Uh, first, though, shout out to some of our newest certified fans, people that I love. I Me, mean, I love you all the same, but my certified fans, I love a t- <laughs> tad bit more because you financially support the show. Anna from Vista and uh, Anna from Chula Vista, two different Annas. Uh, Tempest from Lakeside and Antoinette from Santee and uh, Hector from Crossroads, Texas. We actually have a big listenership in Texas, and I'm not even sure why. I'm not sure. I don't really know a lot of people in Texas, but thank you to you guys. Just a couple people that have signed up in the last 24 hours. These are people that say, listen, this podcast is cool, and I appreciate it. And what I really hope that you can appreciate about this is that when we do the podcast and you support this, we don't have to be controlled by like the radio people. You know what I mean? Like all the censorship and like the talk about this and don't talk about this. And you only got three minutes to talk about this. And you're like somebody that supports a free and open audio medium. Like I couldn't have had that, that conversation with Miguel on the radio. They never would have allowed that. That's too risky. We don't want to risk it. So I just appreciate everybody that gives this show a chance and to, you know, support it any way you can. It was just listening. Really appreciate it. So if you want to be a certified fan, would love to have you on here. Don't forget, too, that all the money from the proceeds go to uh, 100% of the proceeds this month go to Black Lives Matter because we're going to show our support because that's what this podcast is all about. And if you subscribe today, which when the day this comes out is Wednesday, you can get a premiere episode. You're going to get an episode before anybody else, so you can check it out. It's a, a, a more Mama's Boy episode uh, that was requested, and I will give it to you before anybody else. So subscribe now, okay? 
Scroll down to the show notes, or you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com, click on fans, and we'll welcome you to the family. And now, a moment in Kramer history. Kiki looked up at me at that one. <laughs> that one woke her up from her slumber. All right, a moment in Kramer history. We look back over my radio career and some of the wild stuff I've gotten away with. And today I'm going to take you back to the day. I try to take you back in like literally in time. So the date on this was, it was June the 9th. So yesterday for you guys, um, 2011. Okay. And I told you, we've listened to a segment like this before where it's been a topic. The segment's called, I bet there's nobody in Panama City because I was in Panama City, Florida at the time. But it's a topic that is so far-fetched, we don't expect calls to come in, right? Like, we always push the limits to see if we can get people to call in. Stories that are so crazy that, like, wow, can we actually can we push the limits and make this happen? I'm just going to warn you now, this one has to do with, um, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, of Women of the Night, Okay, we're on the same page. A little uh, dirty, not dirty dancing. What's the one with Julia Roberts in it? Uh, 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 You're saying it in your head right now, and you're like, come on, say it, say it. Not dirty dancing. Pretty woman. Duh. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Okay, okay. So, heads up, if your kids are listening, here's a moment of Kramer history for you, right here from 2011. Here's a survey that I found that I am willing to believe there's not going to be a guy willing to break this tradition. Um, it says right here that half of guys who have been with ladies of the night okay. have never told a single person. Ooh. Ever, ever, ever. This was a, a study out of British Columbia. Half the guys who've been with a uh, lady of the night have never, ever told a single person. I bet there is not a guy in Panama City that will call us and admit for the very first time that he was with a prostitute. <gasps> so I don't need your name. I'll put you in the voice disguiser. Okay. You have never told anybody else this before. Right. But you know what? Yeah, you were with a woman of the night. Maybe it was a lonely time. Maybe it was. We're not judging. Nope. I just have a feeling if you've kept that secret so far, I doubt anyone will call right now and tell us that, yes, you know what? I've been with a woman of the night. Holly? Mm-hmm. Will we get a call? No. Miguel? Yes. You think we will? Yes. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. I have been with a woman of the night, and I've never told anybody. Let's find out. 60 seconds starts now. Never said a word about this woman. I don't think so. We've had some people admit some crazy things on the show before. For the first time. I I don't feel like that's out of the realm. 45 seconds remaining. If they've kept it... A secret for so long I don't know you know it's almost like that is buried I, I tend to think things that you don't tell people about you almost act like they didn't happen because you forget 30 seconds remaining who likes kittens no <laughs> All right, let me explain why Miguel and I are laughing. I'm really put off by that. I'm trying to like tap dance and everyone's just giggling. We have like had this show from hell today. We couldn't get a phone call to save our life on some of these (sighs) topics. I ask who's ready to admit they've been with a prostitute and the phones blow up. Oh. Like literally it looked like somebody, like we said, we're giving away lots of money. The phone just blew up. Brian, you're on The Voice Disguiser this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Tell me your story. Well, about, uh, I don't know about. 
eight years ago, was doing a big job in Miami and um, kind of was walking uh, down a little avenue down there, was heading back to the hotel room. We had been partying for a while, me and one of my guys, and uh, we were approached by uh, probably about 20 on the way back to the hotel room, but uh, we ended up picking up three of them and taking them back. Uh, not just one, but three. Wow. You were with all of them? Yeah, we were with all of them. And Wait, so was it like one big group party? Um, yeah, kind of, uh, my employee felt a little uncomfortable, I guess, because I was the boss, and, uh, oh, yeah. so he kind of, he kind of stayed out of it, and was just kind of over in the room with one of them, just, you know, hanging out, doing his thing. And no, nobody wants to do a prostitute with their boss. No. Nobody. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Uh, how much, how much do these women cost? Um, actually about 500 a piece, um, but they gave us a pack bill and I, and I got everything for $1,000. Wow. So of course, since you're the boss, you foot the bill. Oh, absolutely. It was worth every penny of it. Wow. I thought so, I was a good boss. Are, were you married then at the time? or Absolutely you... not. Okay. Was okay. was the co-worker married? Uh, no. No, why no, not? We why were, not? We were all, that was one of my prerequisites. You did not work for me if you were married because I traveled all over. I tried that before, oh, and it just was way yeah. strenuous on relationships. Now, yeah, hang, hang on, Brian. You've never told this to anybody before. Why? Uh, just me and my coworker. I promised him I would never mention names wow. or details. Because, I mean, I'm, you, you don't want to say that, you know, when people know you because they look at it and go, you're nasty. And it's, you know, it's just, to me, yeah, it is. If you look at them that way, it is kind of dredgy. But in the same sense, I mean, we're all prostitutes one way or another. I mean, good women marry men to to be taken care of before they give it up. And that's that's the quote that, of the week right there. That's the quote of the week. Actually, that's the quote of the year, Brian. If you think about it, we're all prostitutes. Maybe we're all prostitutes. We're all prostitutes. <laughs> Man, I like him a lot. I want to go work for Brian. Miguel, I think you've been replaced. <laughs> I mean, I could never get away with that now. They would never. I would die. Like Hayes over here in San Diego, my last program director, we'd have a we'd have a talk. Hey guy, I just feel like maybe that was <laughs> maybe you shouldn't talk about prostitutes. <laughs> all right, there you go. So, um, that's a moment in Kramer history that I am not proud of. All right, here at the end of the show, give you the good news, stuff that makes you feel good. Then we make you laugh, and then you you go. You go for today. Um, and I'm thankful for you, by the way. I haven't told you recently. I really appreciate you supporting this podcast. All right. Um, let's go to New Jersey. There's a dude named Greg Daly, and he is a newspaper delivery guy. Has been for 25 years. And it was his like second job, second source of income, but now he like gets super creative with it. And ever since the beginning of the coronavirus and all the shutdown, he uh, has gone shopping for over 500 seniors. It's cool, right? It started because there was this woman on his route that was 88 years old, or is 88 years old, and uh, she was like, hey, can you throw the newspaper near my door so she wouldn't have to walk that far to get it, right? So he was like, yeah, no problem, and didn't think much about it. And then a couple days later, he's at lying at the grocery store and popped in his head again. He's like, I mean, if she can't walk 20 feet to get the newspaper, then how is she going to get groceries? So... Greg called her and she was like, he's like, hey, can I like pick you up anything from the grocery store? She said yes. Then Greg started thinking about it. So he decided to offer all of his um all of his people on his route because like who the hell gets newspapers? It's not young people, it's older people, right? 
and he uh, put a put a little note on there. I can read it. He said, good morning, value customer. I hope this note finds you well. My name is Greg Daly, and I deliver newspapers every morning. I understand during these trying times, it's difficult for you to get out of the house and get the everyday necessities. I would like to offer my service free of charge to anyone who needs groceries, household products, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I'll be shopping at uh, ShopRite and McAfee's, McCaffrey's, and I can deliver the goods directly to your door. And if you'd like any use the email address, here's the phone number. Uh, yeah, so it's 500, 500 deliveries he's made ever since the beginning of COVID-19. I don't have enough adjectives. He is one of the finest people in the world. The lady at this house went even further, called him the closest thing to God. God. <laughs> There's a level of appreciation here, Steve, that goes above and beyond anything I've ever seen. There's something about being able to do something really nice for people. And I know we got some listeners in Florida. I got a bunch. I used to live there for a couple of years. And uh, let me take you over to Key West, Florida. So there's this this prep academy, our charter high school, I should say, called Somerset Island Prep. And what they decided to do, because they couldn't have a normal graduation, and you've been seeing all kind of creative ways to do it, but they literally did theirs on jet skis. So they didn't walk across the stage. They would literally strap on uh, a life jacket and face mask and then drive up to this dock. <laughs> it's so Florida. And pick up their diplomas. And the principal, what they would do is, and I'll put this video in the show notes so you can see it, but they literally like have a, you know those grabbers? You know, like little triggers at the end? Like... <laughs> The principal literally has has one of those little sticks and he just passes it over. And Unique times call for unique measures. We've been telling our class of 2020 that any challenge can be overcome. So this is another challenge that we're going to overcome. And it's going to be their last challenge that they have to overcome for high school as they go out and start their life. I mean, I don't know if that's the best of news, but I'm glad they did something, right? Like they, It's very, very Florida. Very Florida. And I'll leave you with a made me laugh. You know, I joke about my dad and old people and Facebook flirting and all the weird stuff old people do, especially my mom trying to get her microphone turned on to even do this podcast. Some days it's a big venture. Well, uh, I want to introduce you to a comedian. His name is Lachlan Patterson. And like, if we think old people are annoying now, just imagine how annoying it's going to be when we are old. Get to know the old people, man. Because the new old people that are coming are going to be the worst old people we've ever had. We got... <laughs> Got some terrible old people coming, man. 50 years from now? Old people now still have stories. You ever sit with an old person and look at their photos? Every photo's got a story. What's this, Grandma? Here is a picture of your great-grandfather standing beside Charles Lindbergh before he flew across the Atlantic. First ever transatlantic flight in history. That's an amazing story. Can you imagine listening to the stories of old people's photos 50 years from now? How terrible that experience is going to be. What's this, Grandma? Here is a picture of my breakfast. What? What a breakfast. And here are some shoes I once thought about buying. And here is the wing of a plane. And here is the weather forecast. Here is a picture of your great-grandmother staring at herself in the bathroom mirror. And here are 12 more of that exact same photo. Look! 
The whole video is in the show notes. Again, thank you to every certified fan that has joined our fan club so far. It just means so much to me that we can keep this podcast alive. And always send me your feedback, anything you want to hear tomorrow. Brand new Ask My Mom. We will see you then. Love you. Goodbye. Hi, Kramer. B in Chula Vista. Just calling in regard to your comments today on your podcast uh, when it comes to watching a birthing video. I personally think that you should really save that experience when you have your own children um, because it is a miracle. It is a beautiful miracle and it would be so beautiful for you to be able to watch it when it's your own child and experience the beauty of it. Um, I've never heard of people having like birthing video get togethers or anything like that. That, it just seems like it would be something so personal if you have it videotaped. I think it would be something that maybe just you and your husband and maybe one day your child would like to view together, but to spread it with other people? Mm, No, that sounds kind of odd. I've never heard of that. And I have three kids, so love your podcast and love you forever. Bye. Hi, Kramer. My name is Ahmed. I'm calling from Encinitas, California, and I was just listening to um, the Ask My Mom segment, and I was thinking that maybe you can do a follow-up on some of the Ask My Mom um, segments that you've done in the past, so we know if they, you know, made a decision. All right, I love listening to the podcast every day. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.